The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Public school parents, how have you done this before? I just want to offer you a high five right now. Let's keep calm and mother on. Mothering is way too important to do alone and way too serious to be serious all the time. My name is Christy Thomas, and I am here shoulder to shoulder with you, mothering and enjoying life together. This is the podcast where you can focus on being mindful and taking a deep breath with me and learning new things so you can pause and savor the amazing life you already have. Welcome to another episode of Keep Calm and Mother On where I explain that May is actually for madness. Like the schedule is crazy. Public school parents, how have you done this before? I think entering public school with an eighth grader and ninth grader was kind of a rude awakening of the schedule that y'all have been doing for years. So I just want to offer you a high five right now because I was asking a new friend this over text message this morning, like, how do you deal with this sprint (laughs) to appreciation week, to awards and ceremonies and last choir concerts and, you know, all the things, graduations and celebrations. And she told me that May actually equals madness. And she's right. (laughs) And then I remembered a note that my very sweet college roommate sent me who teaches high school science. Um, And she reminded me that it just kind of ramps up this episode. I want to salute all of you who have been doing this public school situation for years now. I will fully admit as a homeschooler in May, I took my inspiration from the wonderful Julie Bogart, where in the springtime, Every homeschooler I know leans heavily into unschooling and nature study and audiobooks and long walks. We just naturally dissolve into summer after we do the required testing. (laughs) But this is not the case this year. So I'm trying to remember this phrase that I heard, and it's called, pause, don't push. And that's what I'm needing to remember right now in this May madness situation with so many things in the next 10 school days. Pause, don't push. So when my kids are running late for school or whatever activity we need to go to, I'm going to pause and not push. I'm going to say shoes. I'm going to say simple words to express myself instead of saying, let's go, let's go, let's go. I can tell them that I'm going to sit in the car and I'm going to set a timer. I'm going to say, if you're the first one in the car, you can pick the music. Those sort of things motivate my kids. They have very distinct taste in music from each other. 
The other thing that I think is really important in the pause, don't push, is to track that everyone is getting enough sleep. That when we're in push mode, it seems like sleep is the thing that automatically goes down, the quality of sleep. So it's about making the nighttime smooth for bedtime, but also the morning time smooth. So not only do I want to make sure that everyone's getting enough sleep, but I'm prepping the morning and that I'm teaching my kids to prep the morning the best that we can. So talking about lunches, talking about backpacks being repacked, all the things ready. So basically it's grab and go so that the morning doesn't have any major decisions that have to be made. Breakfast is picked out. All the things so that decision fatigue doesn't start at 6.30 a.m., right? We can be kind to our morning self in this pause, not push idea. We can pause the night before and give the gift to our future morning self. I always talk about this on Sunday nights, but in a season of madness like this, I think it's even more important to do it every night before um, before you go to bed. Because then when you go to bed and you've already prepped for the next day, I find it personally that I'm able to sleep faster because my brain is relaxed. The other pause that I want to build in at the end of the day and really make sure I talk to each of my kids about is what's gone right that day because of them. I really want to start helping them lay that framework that I've been building myself for the last couple of years of giving myself credit for the good things that have happened during the day. I think that it is so important to practice giving ourselves credit. <laughs> it's so easy to see other people's highlights, reels, or or make assumptions about things that other people's lives are doing better than ours, that we can compare away all the stuff that's really good during the day. So pausing to say thank you to myself for the things that went right, and saying a prayer, taking a deep breath, putting your hand on your heart, right? That somatic touch to helping your body calm down. Let's help ourselves calm down. The more I read about parenting and brain science, the more I realize how important it is to pause because of the self-regulation piece. Our kids rely on us. We really are the thermostat for regulation. That if we can slow our breath, if we can lower our heart rate, if we're in a panic mode, if we're getting riled up, that information is getting passed down to our kids. And if they're riled up and we're not able to just take a deep breath and sit with their discomfort without over-responding, then we're adding to it, okay? Our kids really can't self-regulate their emotions um, until at least age 10 in the reading that I've done. And I think for some kids, it's probably a little bit longer. And then 
hormones kick in and then our hormones kick in because we're moms with cycles, most of us, okay? So be aware that the ability to pause and offer the gift of your self-regulation so they can co-regulate to you and match your energy is a giant gift in that pause, don't push. Because if we're in this madness cycle and my kid comes to me upset with something and I just tell him it doesn't matter or her that it doesn't matter that we've got to go, go, go and what's the big deal You know, just shake it off without validating it. It just ramps it up and lasts longer. If I try to push them through whatever they're feeling, (laughs) they're going to put on the brakes. And they're going to sit there longer. I was reading a post, and I'll share it, by the mom psychologist, I believe, on Instagram. And she was saying that for most parents... We're really uncomfortable sitting with our kids' big feelings. And big feelings for most kids take about 20 minutes if we just sit and try to be there with them, not try to change it, just offer our calm reassurance. But our patience level for sitting with big feelings is about five minutes. But according to stats and science and all the things, it takes 20 minutes for a kid to work through that big feeling hump. So pause. Don't push. I really just want to give everyone a high five right now. It seems like we've been pushing through so much. So many news stories. So many big things in the world for the last two years. Bigger than I can imagine and remember in a long time that it's no wonder that our our nervous systems just feel all the way overloaded and that it feels harder to pause and harder not to push because we just really want this discomfort to be done but there's magic in the pausing if we can pause and then notice flowers notice beauty touch our heart and find our breath. Remember that today's a good day to be just good enough (laughs) that we can embrace this, this May madness, this end of the school, whatever this looks like. Okay. And I appreciate the lesson that I'm learning here of being a public school parent for the first time to kids in eighth and ninth grades while I still homeschool my third grader. There is a lot of energy and a lot of things that we're learning together as a family that we haven't experienced before. And so that's the other thing, right? If we can embrace everything from the pause, don't push, this is new, we're learning, we can try again, we're just beginners here. Maybe that's what you can remember too. You've never parented kids in this age and stage before. And even if you've parented kids with this age, you haven't parented that kid in this age. You haven't lived in this moment before. There's a lot of growth and grace that you can offer yourself. With the pause, don't push idea, 
one of my strategies is to take pictures of flowers and to notice birds and to learn the wildlife around me and listen to bird songs, right? That's in the What's Saving My Life episode we did. Because when I connect it, something physical, like a tree or nature or flowers or birds in a nest, right? I remember that I can't push nature ahead. <laughs> I can't push nature ahead. Nature is going to develop on its own. In fact, we've been watching these tadpoles in our pond behind our house. And we've learned recently that I think they're bullfrog tadpoles. I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly what type of frog. But this brand of frog, this breed of frog, can actually change the rate at which the tadpoles develop. They can rush forward if Mother Nature needs them to based on weather and water and heat. Or if it's a kind of slow, wet, cold spring, they can extend the time period. Okay? But I can't make that happen, right? It's a response to their environment. They're going to pause or they're going to push forward. But there's nothing I can do besides watch and notice and enjoy seeing the changes happen. Pause, don't push. That's the big lesson for May for me. Pause, don't push. And, and I think it's a great lesson, especially with parenting and just being a human, because I'm only in charge of me, right? That's the beauty of the pause and don't push method. I Even if I tried to push my kids out the door faster or whatever it is, or push forward a project involving other people or make a tree bloom faster, I can't actually do any of that. If I push, I, I'm just going to make myself frustrated. I can't, I can't control it. It's not in my circle of control. The only thing that's in my circle of control is how I choose my responses. How I choose my daily actions. And how I choose the momentum of where I want to go so that when it's 80-year-old me on the front porch, right, I have the memories that I've wanted to collect. That I've paused and enjoyed the people that I had in that season. That I enjoyed the people over the push for productivity or the push for results. <sighs> okay. Thank you for letting me talk aloud to you. These episodes when I'm in my car like this or when I feel like I'm on a soapbox, these are actually really cathartic episodes for me. And they're vulnerable to put out there because it's really just me processing in real time things that are challenging for me. And I hope that it helps you because it really helps me to think through these things and why life feels hard and what I can do better. And I hope it makes you realize that there is no perfection here. 
But even in these moments where I know that things feel a little bit rough, sandpapery, or a little bit too fast, a little bit too busy, too full, that in those moments and I feel like I'm not being my best self, I can pause and find gratitude and notice my breath. Um, and I know deep down in my core that even in this season that I'm still the right mom for my kids, that they're still the right kids for me, and that I'm so grateful that all of us are on earth together alive in this moment. I don't want to have toxic positivity. Like there are some hard things, right? There are seasons and it just feels like too much. But, But that's why pause, don't push really matters. You can simplify in your pause. You can sit with yourself and realize what you need to ask for help with in your pause. You're not supposed to do life alone. Motherhood is way too serious to be serious all the time and way too important to do it alone. So in your pause and not push strategy, I hope one of them is taking the time to connect with an actual human. Like when I texted my new friend this morning and I said, how do public school parents do this? And and she laughed at me. And I appreciate my college roommate who reached out to me unprompted and reminded me before the season started and it took a <laughs> it took a little bit to sink in. But I appreciate human connection. Some other friends texted me, right? Like to check in with the people that you want to be important with. Okay. Give yourself a great big hug. A great great big hug. Your family fun idea for today is to get a balloon. We do this so often. But this time I want you to find the Bluey soundtrack for the Keepy Uppy game. And if you haven't seen the Bluey, the awesome show from Australia, um, episode of Keepy Uppy, I suggest you YouTube it. I'll try to put all the links in my show notes. But play the Keepy Uppy game while listening to the Keepy Uppy game on Spotify. If you want to learn how to pause and just be a little bit silly and connect with your kids, um, Bluey is totally your example of that. In fact, that's what I think your self-care should be for this episode. I think you should pause and listen and watch an episode of Bluey on the couch no matter how old your kids are. Just savor watching a cartoon. Bluey episodes are only about eight minutes long. Super short. Um, You can find them on YouTube and on Disney Plus. Um, And you will feel energized as a parent. Because Bluey's parents have messy cars and silly dance parties. and, And awesome Australian accents. Okay, it's time for me to go pick up my kids from piano. So I'm gonna hop off here. But you're exactly the right mom for your kids. You're exactly the right human to be alive right now. And I really, really hope that you take this episode and send it to a friend and have a discussion about pause, don't push. And if you're looking for a coach about sustainable self-care practices, reach out to me. I am offering coaching to a few select people. 
Um, I have a limited number of spots. So reach out if you want some coaching about sustainable self-care. Okay, have a great week. And um, yeah, consider yourself hugged. Bye everyone.